0: Has anyone ever given you a gift it turns out what they gave you is illegal? <laughs> this is my story on the wolf snares. Welcome to the Buick Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host Sheldon Marion, and on this podcast, we dive deep into the outdoors. We discuss hunting and fishing techniques, give you tips and tricks, tell stories, and everything in between to help you enjoy the outdoors. This podcast is brought to you by Northbound Gear. Northbound Gear is designed for maneuverability and durability and is made to last through even the toughest of elements. My go-to for their pants is the water-resistant adventure pants and their lined, waterproof jeans. I've worn them while out ice fishing, crawling through the woods bear hunting, and on the west coast out on the boat. And I even wear them around when I'm having a lazy day at the house. They are that comfortable. They also offer jackets summer pants, backpacks, and many more. Men's and women's sizes are available, and by partnering with One Tree Planted, you're planting a tree with every purchase. Check them out for yourself at northboundgear.co, and when you use my promo code SHELDON15 at checkout, you'll receive 15% off your order. That's northboundgear.co and promo code SHELDON15. So a while back there, I was still uh, into trapping quite a bit. Uh, it was kind of after we sold one of the trap lines, and we still had uh, one other one, but I wasn't going out there. I was mainly just focusing on uh, private property around Buick when I still lived out there. And at the time, I had somebody reach out to me, and they asked if I wanted some free traps. So, you know, me being me, I said, Oh well, yeah, why not? You know, it, you got a handful of traps if you know if you have a dozen traps and somebody's just kind of giving them away you might get one or two out of the bunch that are still good maybe the others you can use them as a wall hanger or something like that or worst case scenario you just can't take them to the dump and you made a dump run for them uh so at the time i was basically working kind of three weeks on one week off and uh my time off and his time off, it just, it didn't quite line up there for quite a while. And it was about, oh, I don't know, maybe two or three months. And the guy started getting kind of frustrated. So he said, either come over here or I'm throwing him out. So one day just after work, he said, ah, the heck with it. You know, the plant's running good and all that good stuff. I'll just quickly run over to his house, grab this stuff, get it done and over with come back to work, go to sleep, get ready for the next day. So I run over to his house, and, you know, being kind of like an old-timer, they don't want you just to to grab and go. Uh, you have to go inside the house, have a long conversation with them, you know, woman there has to make up a cup of tea or a cup of coffee kind of a thing, and then once you're done your first cup, He yells at his woman, she comes upstairs, makes you another cup kind of a thing. And, you know, it eventually turned into about a two-hour ordeal. And normally I wouldn't mind whatsoever. Uh, But in this particular case, you know, I I just worked 12 hours. I just wanted to grab this stuff and get out of there so I can get to sleep and get ready for my next day at work. But uh, long story short on that, By the time it came to actually getting the traps, and I think he gave me a couple of stretchers too, I didn't go through any of it. He said, "Yep, here's your... It was like a a galvanized steel bucket of just random foothold traps and snares and stuff. And he goes, here's all the traps and the snares. Here's a couple of Martin boxes and a couple of old uh, stretchers and all that. So I, I didn't... I didn't look into them at all. I just threw them into the truck. By this time, it was like 9 or 10 o'clock at night, kind of thing. So I just wanted to get out of there and, like I said, get back and uh, go to sleep. So I throw it all into my truck, go back to work, kind of forget about them until my days off. And on my days off, I, I go home and uh, I start to pull this stuff out. And the first thing I notice is. The uh, the stretchers that he gave me, they're old, they're beat up, there's big chunks missing out of a couple of them. Uh, one was falling apart, it was held together by kind of nails and staples and stuff, so that one went to the firewood pile, just to burn in the backyard kind of a thing. Uh, the other one was a wolf stretcher, I think, and that one wasn't too bad, but I never really caught much for wolves kind of a thing, you know, I shot a few of them. I never really targeted him all that much, so that one just kind of went into the shop, and then I started going through this big bucket of uh, traps that he had, and the Martin box it gave me was actually not too bad, and the the 120 bear that was in there wasn't bad, so that was a good start. And then I started going through these footholds and weird body grip traps and stuff, and Man, some of them were so old, like they, they were rusted shut. Springs broke. <laughs> it was, it wasn't, wasn't good at all. So, I start kind of pulling through them and seeing which ones worked, which ones didn't. Some had bent dogs. Some had bent uh, pans on them. Like I said, some of the springs broke. Then there was one there. It was kind of like a, almost like a foot snare. It's a real old style looking trap where you you set it like a foothold, but it's a round loop instead of jaws kind of a thing. So that one it was kind of nifty to have and look at it anyways. And then I was really curious about the snares that he was talking about because he said he had some coyote snares, wolf snares, link snares. So the ones on top were link snares, but yeah. They weren't in the best of shape. Uh, you might have been able to use them again, but, y- you know, when it comes to snares, if you're a little iffy with them, if they have a little kink on them or something like that, it's best just to throw them away. Uh, so those I just kind of set to the side for now, and and then I started looking at the uh, the caute snares, and those, they were, I don't know, I think I might have had like four or five of them from the guy. And they weren't in good shape either. They were just garbage. Like they went straight to the trash bin. And then the wolf snares is where it gets interesting. Uh, so the story is he got these things just given to him. Actually, supposedly he paid 20 bucks for them. Because when I went to leave his house... After I blowed up everything into the truck and after he said, yeah, just come and take these. He wanted 20 bucks out of me. And he wanted 20 bucks because he just wanted what he paid for them. (laughs) Kind of a deal. (laughs) Needless to say, I didn't. I don't think I gave him 20 bucks. I was like, no, you, you said these things were free and like just whatever. But anyways, I start going through these wolf snares and it's the proper cable. But what's on the end of them wasn't a snare. Back in the day, old timers were extremely, extremely ruthless when it came to wolves and coyotes. Uh, I don't know if you're new to trapping, you might have never seen these, or if you haven't been around any kind of old timers, you've you definitely haven't seen these. But basically what it is, it's a wolf snare that's a bit shorter, and on the end, instead of it coming around to a loop with the locker on there, uh, basically what it is is a giant treble hook that you would use for, like, halibut. So what they used to do back in the day, and some people still do it even to this day, and it's it's the most unethical, immoral thing you could ever do, is they take that treble hook and they'll put like beaver meat on there or something like that and they'll hang that in a tree and then what ends up happening is when the wolves come in instead of getting caught around the neck by the snare and the snare tightening up and going between the jaws and the ears and cutting off the brain supply uh, the blood supply to the brain what happens is they come around they see the meat and they bite it when they bite it they get a treble hook In the mouth. And that's where they're there. Until the trapper comes along. And shoots them. Or until the snare breaks. Or whatever. So I seen those. And I thought. I gotta get rid of these. But with me doing three weeks on. One week off. I just piled everything back. Into that bucket. And I went. I'll I'll deal with this stuff at a later date so i throw it all back into the bucket set it off to the side in the corner of the shop and that's just kind of where they uh where they stayed and they stayed there for quite a while because i kind of found them again when we were moving (laughs) i'm going through all my gear and stuff and i got my totes of traps and i'm looking at those and Oh yeah, these are all good. These will come with us to the move because when you're moving, you know, you, you pretty well throw away about a third of your stuff. And then I see that little tin can in the corner. Well, it wasn't a tin can, it was a metal bucket. And I thought you know, I thought I threw threw those away. So I go over there and I pick it up and I start going through all these things and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I still have these. And it's it's one of those things where even when you're throwing them away, I wanted to be secretive about it. Like, I didn't want people to know that I was in possession of these things. Uh, I don't think it's illegal to be in possession of them, but it is definitely illegal to use them. <laughs> and it's also kind of not quite embarrassing. I don't know what the right word would be for it. But if people seeing that you had them, uh, they're going to be pretty judgmental. And, uh, yeah, I I didn't want that. So I took this big bucket and without thinking, I just grabbed a garbage bag and I just threw it into a garbage bag, tied it up and I went to pick it up to go put it in my truck. And lo and behold, that garbage bag got about an inch off the ground before the bottom went poof. (laughs) So now the, the can there hits the ground it spreads all this junk all over the floor. So now I'm picking it all up, making sure the dogs aren't in there with me. <laughs> and I ended up just throwing it back into the bucket, and I just took the whole bucket, put the whole thing into my truck, and went to the dump. And when I got to the dump, I said, where's your metal bin?" he goes, over there. I said, perfect. And I just took it, and I threw it as hard as I could into the deepest, darkest corner of that thing as <laughs> I could find. Just to get rid of them, make them disappear so nobody will ever see those damn things again. <laughs> but, you know, things like that, as ruthless and as cruel as they are, they are actually, they're kind of neat to find every once in a while just to kind of, uh, you know, to kind of reflect on the past almost, to see how far like trapping has actually come because nowadays the rules and regulations and, and everything that goes with trapping is just, it's huge. Now, if you look in the back of a hunting and trapping, uh, synopsis, you know, the hunting and hunting and trapping regulations book, there's actually a list of traps and snares that you're allowed to use. Now it's not just willy nilly anymore. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to see, you know, especially when it comes to the small, like, single spring foothold traps, like the size zeros and size ones and stuff. You used to be able to use those on Martin, and in places like, I believe, Alaska, you can still use them for Martin. They use, like, a running pole set where you, you pretty well take a stick, put it at an angle, on the end of that stick, you have your bait, and then whatever it is six inches from the bait you wire a little foothold there the martin runs up the tree steps in that foothold trying to get to the bait and it drops them down and they hang there and in places like you know parts of alaska it gets cold enough where if an animal is is in that trap for even like an hour or two they're basically gonna freeze to death and it sounds pretty brutal but really freezing to death it's not it's not a good way to go but it's not the worst either you know you get really cold you get sleepy you start to warm up you fall asleep and lights are out for you but in places like northern bc at times it gets cold enough to do that but not you know not all the time you know what i mean so for that, they kind of outlawed that. Now you have to use uh, proper 120 Bear traps, which uh, either a single spring or double spring. Uh, I don't think it really matters for Martin if it's a single or a double. But at least with those, when, the, when they're in a box or on a running pole set, the animal goes through it when they hit that trigger. Typically what happens is one bar gets them around the neck, one bar gets them in their spine, like in their kind of belly area, almost just past the shoulders kind of a thing. And then that way it kind of breaks their back in two spots and it's like, it's instant lights out. And then there's also different sizes of conibears. bears. There's the 120, 160, 220, uh, 280, and 330. And depending on which animal that you're going after is what size of trap that you use. And the size uh you know like for a lynx some people use the 280s most people use the 330 that way you just you just buy a 330 because then that way you can use it for wolverine uh lynx and beaver you can just have one trap for everything kind of a deal but then there's also people that buy specific traps for specific animals like otter or mink and martin and stuff and and it's just one trap for that one animal kind of a deal, and it all kind of depends on where you live too and what animals that you have in the area but uh yeah, the rules and regulations used to be very I wouldn't say slack, and i the thing is, I don't think they were overly too enforced uh people at the fur buyers and stuff you know you can see the marks on hide a lot of the times when you skin skinning over an animal. And I think the guys at the fur markets and stuff, they just kind of looked past that. And then also, you know, way back in the day for the most part, a lot of guys, they were dog sleds or hiking, uh, to get to the tramp lines. So, you know, the, the law man there, you know, he wasn't really going to be going in there, uh, overly too often. <laughs> And typically if they were, they weren't going to strap on uh, snowshoes and do like a 20 mile loop to check the guy's traps. You know, they might do the first five kind of a thing. But then after that, it's, you know, no man's land. So they got to, uh, they got to get away with a lot of stuff back in the day. And also, uh, not so much recent history, but, you know quite a while ago uh it was pretty desperate time so they would kind of use any means necessary and then I think those that way of trapping kind of trickled on to the next generation where things weren't quite as rough but they still had old techniques kind of a thing and you can you see stuff like that even to this day where you're you're looking at this whatever it is you are like, why the hell are we still doing this in you know, 2023, and then, you know, in a year or two or whatever, this is outlawed or that's bad because they finally came to their senses. Sometimes they also ban and outlaw stuff for no apparent reason at all either, so it's it's a hit and miss. Some things are good that get outlawed and banned. Some things, uh, you know, you kind of scratch your head and wonder how you got your job. But, uh, yeah, that's my... That's my story on my illegal wolf snares (laughs) that I got. Uh, I'm keeping this one short and sweet. Uh, Speaking about work and all that stuff, I'm heading off to work here today. So I'm going to just quickly record this podcast and then I'm out of here. I'm heading to work. So if you're just listening to this, uh, I want to thank you for listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for watching. Uh, If you're listening, please give us a rating. Let me know how I'm doing. And uh, head over to YouTube if you want to watch it and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we'll catch you on the next one.